Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Hello, Marissa. Are we, we're recording? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I snuck recorded on you. Uh Oh. So. (laughs) I was just making lots of breathing noises. Somewhat size, somewhat just like, <sighs> how am I going to do this episode? So, so many, so many thoughts all can jumbled. I, can I do my, um, my thing that's keeping me sane this week at the top of the episode? Cause Please. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because the way I uh, started the episode made me think of this. So you and I are now both frequenters of a little salad shop called Fresh Junkie. Yeah. (laughs) You uh, have been. Yeah, I have been for for years. They have salads named after you. Well, I kind of personally named a salad after (laughs) me. I made it happen. Um, But yeah, it's a salad shop that I go to almost every day for lunch. And I get the same thing. I get a chicken Caesar salad with no croutons and add a splash of balsamic vinaigrette, which is the secret to a delicious <laughs> Caesar salad. But every day when I walk in there, they're always like, hello, Jamie. Like, and it just it just brightens my day. Every <laughs> they do day. have very fun personalities. Yeah. When I walked in and didn't realize how... You freak like how much you frequented? Uh, that I go there every single day. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, because you didn't do that when we worked together. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> one of the guys, the guy at the cash register, uh huh, with the darker hair, Jeremiah. Okay, I don't know their names. Well, I'm not I mean, on a first name basis. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, he was just like dancing and yes. singing to whatever song was on, and he was doing really well. And the other guy was just kind of like the other guy's attractive for like a. <laughs> Like a 40-something? Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I'm 33. It's not not like way off, but you know, he's good looking. Um, And yeah, when I asked him for the Jamie special, or he, no, that's not what happened. I gave him my order. Right. Which is pretty much the order, but I added bacon to mine. Um, I added bacon to your order. Excuse me. To the Jamie special. To the Jamie special. And he gave, he like stopped and he gave a weird look and he said, how do you know about that trick? <laughs> and I said, uh, my friend Jamie, this the Jamie special. <laughs> and he was like, the Jamie special. And he was like, yeah, they were like, Jamie. <laughs> and then he told me like some more details about how when their guy comes down from, I guess, national, corporate, whatever, and they have group lunches, that that's what he does when he like mixes oh. the salad himself. Yeah, I, I mean, I have to be real. I didn't come up with it on my own. Like, they, someone told me about it, but I've been doing it ever since, and yeah. I kind of named it after myself at this point. It was and, quite good. Yeah. So, but I went in the next day, and um, as you do, as I do, since I'm in there almost every day, and uh, Jason was like. Oh, your friend was in here yesterday. <laughs> she got a Jamie special. I was like, oh, Marissa, the the pregnant one? He was like, I, I guess. I don't know. I didn't well, look. I'm so short, and they're so <laughs> the tall. The counter is so yeah, tall. they probably Yeah, didn't. he was just like, I, 
I guess. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that was Marissa. <laughs> so anyway, it, it just, delish. it, it he makes, said, now we know how you like, no, now we know how to make it the way you like it. Yeah. I mean, I go in there every day and they're like, Hey, you want your usual? And you know, it just, I love having a place that where everybody knows your name. <laughs> Hmm. What is that mm, I no. <laughs> it was a guy that was in after me and they said the same they're like the the usual and he was like yes so there must be multiple there people. are i used to feel special and then <laughs> well you do order the jamie special i well you that's true feel special i do but they named a salad after you baby <laughs> i named a salad after <laughs> but um yeah i used to feel like i was you know i thought i was like the only one who'd go in and they'd be like oh do you want your usual but now like every time i'm in there they they do that for everyone. It's just like, okay, I'm not as special as I thought, but whatever. I don't think they go hello to everyone. <laughs> like we we always just like talk to each other in fake British accents and just and like you know they've always got the music going yeah. and they're always dancing. It's just fun. Yeah, it, it looks like they're having a good time. Yeah, it's a it's a bright spot to my day. Um, should I tell you mine now? Yeah, since I've just completely so, thrown the order off, just yeah. just throw it at me. Um, so this week. The only thing that's really been keeping me sane is thinking about uh, what I want to buy people for Christmas. And it's really early. It's October. But I've been hearing about all these. The supply chain. Supply chain issues. So I'm like, I I can do my planner thing and tell people, hey, it's going to be difficult to get stuff in. Plus, the baby is due a week for Christmas. So I'm going to have to get it in early regardless. So, yeah, I've just been kind of Googling stuff and asking people what they want and trying to get some things ordered so that it comes in on time or that I can get it at all. That's always fun. It is fun. I, I like, I love giving, thinking about gifts for people. I do too. I love planning those things. Yeah, it's fun. So while we're talking about Christmas and gifts and everything, should we go ahead and announce um, that we are going to be dropping today um, we're doing a bookish advent calendar. Yes. I have um, coerced Marissa <laughs> into doing this. It's, it's Did you some- hear the excitement? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's something I have had on my mind for a long time. And I texted Marissa and I was like, hey, do you want to do this? Um, I, I've got all this planning done and we're going to do it. And she was like, I, I, I guess. <laughs> So at this point, she has committed to it, but essentially, yes, um, I have. <laughs> she's like, I mean, I guess I'll help you out some kind no, of way. <laughs> no, there was no tone. Well, it was text message, so I added the tone. But <laughs> anyway, so it's going to be uh, twelve days of Christmas, and you'll have a new little item to open every day. Each of them will be individually wrapped. And it's good stuff, too. Like, I found some stuff on Etsy and some bookstagrammers. Your list looked really cool. Well, I can't take you. credit for any of this research <laughs> or prep. I will be putting them together and sending them off with love, though. Yes. And we're also, one of the items that's going in the box is a paperback book handpicked for you by us. So we're going to put up a form, uh, check out our Instagram today, and we're going to have you fill out details about your reading life and maybe link your Goodreads for us. And we're going to pick something out for you and it's going to go in your advent calendar. Um, they're going to be $50 each. I'll be honest. We're not making any money off of this. Like the box is going to cost $50, but we, we just, I, I thought it would be something fun to do and Marissa's going along with it. So and I am excited. 
I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see all the things. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I've, I've kind of, um, like workshopped it a little bit with yeah. some friends and they're all like, yeah, this sounds like fun. So, um, I, I honestly, I think they're going to sell out pretty fast. So if you want one, like go watch our Instagram, make sure you make sure you grab it before they're gone, before they're gone. All of them. <laughs> um, so thank you, Marissa, for indulging <laughs> me in, in this. Thanks for inviting me in this project. This little bit of holiday cheer. All of the projects we end up doing together are fun though. That's so. true. Like this one. Exactly. Like the podcast. Um, I think I went first last time. So, okay. so t- tell me about your book. So again, I was a little scattered writing all of my thoughts because this book had so much going on and I don't want to say too much, but I wanted to explain it enough that people understood. So if they wanted to read it, my description made sense. Um, and they would just be interested. don't reveal anything that <laughs> I know um, that you shouldn't. I know. So this, um, my recommendation is Pretty Things by Janelle Brown. Have you read this? No. Wait. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Start telling me about it. Okay. Um, so Janelle Brown, this is the only book that I've read by her, but she has um, other best-selling books. Uh, Watch Me Disappear is one that's like super popular, I think, but I never read it. And then she has another one coming out in 2022 that I read the description of, didn't realize it hadn't come out yet. And I was so excited <laughs> and I went to purchase it and then it's a pre-order for, I don't know, February or... I don't know. Okay, but I've got to throw in a plug here. All of the publishers are saying get your pre-orders in because the supply chain is so messed up that like it really right, really, right now it really, really helps books if you pre-order books that you're excited about. So just saying. Well, for people who purchase lots of books, that is a good tip. I'm doing audio. You can still pre-order audio. I, can. I don't think it will change the supply That's what chain I'm at all. <laughs> so I'm not as concerned about it, but please heed he, Jamie's advice if you if you really want um, the new book coming out, which I don't remember the name of, so uh, I'm not going to say it right now because I'd have to pause and, and look it all up. Well, tell me about Pretty Things. So Pretty Things is there's a lot going on. It's somewhat thriller, somewhat um, twisty, but not scary. It's coming back to me. Okay, so the main character's name is Nina, and she grew up with a single mom, and her mom was um, a con artist, basically. And so they moved around a whole lot because her mom was always doing these cons and getting in trouble or getting found out or screwing up everything. So her childhood was very all over the place, and there was no stability. So whenever she decided that she was going to go to college, she thought to herself, like, many of us do, (laughs) that whatever she gets a degree in, she'll get a fancy degree and she'll be set for life, which is not always the case. It's not the way it works usually. (laughs) No. Um, So she gets a liberal arts degree and she's really into antiques and um, art. And I think she does like art dealing and all things in that fine art realm that sound really interesting, but she's doing it in New York. Mm, Tough market. Yeah. So she's not making any money. She can barely pay her bills to live, you know? (laughs) Um, And it's not the life that she thought she was going to have for herself. It's the life of a liberal arts major. (laughs) Yeah. You would think that maybe. I am a liberal arts major, (laughs) so I can say that. (laughs) But um, so what ends up happening is that to make ends meet, she starts also running her own cons um and those really involve seeking out 
rich kids. I mean, they're adults, but like rich kids her age and stealing right. their art and their furniture and these antiques. And then she has connections in that world. So she sells them like on a black market kind of thing, um, which is obviously highly illegal. Um, <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Stealing in general. Okay. Yeah. Just not um, a good thing. So she's been fairly good at what she's doing and she's making ends meet. And um, she has a boyfriend who she was introduced to from her mom. So he's also in these cons with her. And it's just kind of this whole cycle that's not good. You can tell she knows it's not good. But that is what she's doing right now. So the next part of the story is that her mom finds out that she's sick. And so she has to continue the con to pay for her mother's medical bills. And that's where the story really picks up. Have you read this? I have, Okay, yeah. okay. Did you like it? Did you get this from my Instagram? No. Oh. Okay. No, I saw I, I saw the cover a bunch, like, when I was searching for books. Yeah, it is a pretty cover. Mm-hmm, it is. I But I have it read this. Pretty, it has pretty things on it. <laughs> I have read this. I have okay. posted about it on oh. Instagram, and I did enjoy it. You did yeah. enjoy it. Okay. Um, so... Basically, where it picks up is her mother is ill, and things with the cons that she's been running kind of implode, and she has to get out of Dodge, but also make sure she can take care of her mom. So they, she and her boyfriend plan the con of all cons. One final con to end all cons. Correct. Um, and that's where things really start to take a nosedive. Um I don't know how deep I want to get, but there involves her past and coming full circle with a situation that she never really dealt with. And um, there is a family that owns a mansion in Lake Tahoe. And that mansion, it's like this old kind of creepy, <laughs> not really well taken care kinda of. Kind of gothic. Yes, mansion. And uh, there is a socialite daughter a social influencer. Yes. Um, who moves back into the mansion and decides that she's so lonely because there's no family there. It's just her. And she didn't realize how lonely she would be all the, up there by herself. She decides to rent out their garden house or gatehouse as an Airbnb. Enter Nina, Nina and Lachlan. Her, however you say that. Lachlan? Lachlan. I don't know. Um, he's, yep. he is Irish. Yep. So things start to unfold and they just get crazy and messy. And, um, yeah, I do remember just going, like, there were so many twists and turns yeah. and I remember being like, what, what, where, yeah. how, what, how'd we get here? It's two very damaged female characters coming together, not realizing the other one is kind of figuring out the cons of each other. Right. And then destruction. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and use my favorite word here. It was intense. It was very intense. (laughs) Um, But really, you wanted to know what happened, but you were kind of cringing at certain parts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because it's so awkward. And then other ones, you're just like, oh, my God. And then, (laughs) you know, it's like an up and down, up and down of emotion of... Are they about to get found out? Like, get out of the room. Like, just crazy stuff, you know? So um, it was a really fun read. I really enjoyed it. And it switches back and forth between the two ladies, the two main 
female yes. character points of Correct. view, which I yeah, because you kind of learn some different story, different yes. sides of the story that way. So. Right, and of course, our favorite narrator, Julia Whalen. Oh, good old Julia. Yeah, she narrates Nina. Um, and then I don't remember who narrates um, the other female character, but she was good too. Yeah. But so hopefully I've explained that well enough <laughs> without giving too much away, but um, it I was a really you, good book. I think you did a good job explaining. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> you made me want to read it and I already have. Great. So. That's, that's all that I wanted. <laughs> that's the whole point of the podcast. So tell me about your recommended read. <laughs> Okay, I actually like just finished this book like a couple of days ago. So the book I'm telling you about today is called Attachments by Rainbow Rowell. Okay. Have you ever read anything by Rainbow Rowell? I have not. She, I've read a few of her books. I've enjoyed them all. This was my favorite. Really? Okay. Okay. So this book was recommended to me by my friend Carrie Sweeney, who on Instagram is uh, What Carrie Reads. Yes. It's K-A-R-I. Um, she said, she recommended it when we were at the reunion. Okay. And she was like, read this book, read it in October, because one of the main characters loves October. You don't have to read it in October. Yeah, but that's it's a fun. Just, yeah, it's just a fun little yeah. you know, connection. Okay, so this book takes us back to turn of the century. It is 1999. <laughs> we are following a gentleman named Lincoln. He's in his like mid to late 20s. And he is starting work at a uh, paper company, a newspaper company, as the like um, night shift IT guy. Okay. So this newspaper company just recently got email because it's 1999. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and they want to make sure that their employees are not using the email for anything nefarious. Can't be anything personal. You know, I mean, it's got to be all work related all the time. So Lincoln's job is to go in. They have a software that monitors all the emails and it will flag anything that is like Maybe bad. Maybe it's a bad word. Maybe it seems too personal. So Lincoln's job is to go in and read all these emails. <laughs> wow. And if it's inappropriate or, you know, goes against the rules, he's got to warn them. Warn them. He doesn't have to tell the higher ups. You know, I don't know. Okay. But that doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> so he's got to send them a warning and just be like, stop doing this. Via email, he sends them a warning? Yeah. Okay. All right. Nobody knows who he is because he's okay. a night guy. You know, nobody oh, ever sees right, him. right, right, right. Okay. He only goes in at night. Exactly. So he's there doing his job, kind of hates himself for it because like he's invading people's privacy. Sure. But while he's doing this. Creeper. <laughs> while he's creeping on people. He finds a couple of friends named Beth and Jennifer who email very personal things to each other, but they are witty and they are entertaining and they are fun and adorable. And he really likes Beth and Jennifer and he just can't bring himself to send them a warning or tell them that they're doing anything wrong. Or that he's reading all of their Or that he's reading all of their emails. Yikes. Okay. So we get to know Beth and Jennifer through their emails. Ooh, that's an interesting concept. Yeah. So we follow Lincoln like in a normal story format. Okay. But we follow Beth and Jennifer only through their emails. Neat. It's really cool. And actually, I was worried about how it would play on audio because you're listening to emails back and forth. Right. 
but um, Rebecca Lohman does the narration and she does a really good job to where like I never felt confused. Mm-hmm. So um, Beth is in a long-term relationship. Maybe it's dead end. Maybe it's not going anywhere. We don't know. Jennifer is very happily married, but her husband kind of maybe wants some things out of the marriage that she's not sure if she wants to. Okay. So it's, it's, we, we get to learn about their like personal lives, their romantic lives, their friendship all through this email, all through (laughs) the eyes of Lincoln, who's creeping on him, (laughs) which honestly, he really hates himself for, (laughs) but, um, he never like, he's like, I'm just, I'm enjoying reading these emails. I'm not going to tell them that there's anything wrong. So he doesn't want them to like stop sending emails to each other. He wants, (laughs) like he wants the software to keep flagging them. So that's kind of the bright spot in his, uh, kind of lame life is, (laughs) is, is, you know, learning about these, I guess, following their friendship. Stop us talking. I know it seems creepy. (laughs) It's, it's really not creepy in the book. Okay. I mean, I know it was a Anyway, it's it's sweet in the book. It's a really sweet book. That's what they all say. In the- <laughs> <laughs> so it's part romance, part friendship, part um, just nostalgia. I mean, obviously, it brings us back to like Y two K and right. what's going to happen when those computers <laughs> right. hit one one zero zero, and uh, you know, there's talk of guess overalls and uh you know the original playstations and just things that bring you back to the late 90s and early 2000s that was a great time yeah so it was it was really fun and sweet and I loved it so much and I started listening to it probably like six or seven at night and (laughs) went to bed and was still listening and like before I knew it, it was midnight and I just couldn't stop listening because I was enjoying it so much. But then I made myself go to sleep and finish it the next day. But it was just one of those really good books that you didn't want to put down. It sounds like something like I want to go and read when I leave here. Like right now. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Yeah, it definitely was. So should we spill the tea? Um, do you want to tell everybody about what tea we're drinking first? I do. So if y'all um, follow us on Instagram, you will have noticed uh, about two weeks ago, I had a baby shower and Jamie gave me a special tea. Um, it's Harney and Sons. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but it's it was a special tea specifically because I'm having a little girl and um, you can check out the beautiful illustration on the front on our Instagram page because we took a picture holding it together. <laughs> um, and it is called Wonderful Things. Um, it's really funny. So the illustrator of this image, her name is Emily Winfield Martin, and she is a... Um, author and illustrator of children's books and Jamie did not know <laughs> I had no idea I love her illustrations and I love her books and I have bought them over the last few years for people like when I've gone to other people's baby showers um and I actually had a framed photo that is hanging in our nursery of one of her illustrations from one of her books 
And so when I saw it, I was like, Jamie, like I thought somehow she knew. And she was like, uh-huh. Yeah. I, I, I knew I did that on purpose. No, it just happened to be the illustration on the Harney and Sons, um, like specialty. They have one for little girls, one for little boys, and then one for, if you don't know the gender. Okay. Yeah. So on the side of the box, it has a write-up about Emily Winfield Barton and how she's a New York Times bestseller, author, and illustrator. And I knew how much you loved her, and that's why I got <laughs> you the tea. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically the tea ingredients are decaffeinated black tea. Oh, it's decaf. Well, that's yeah, good because you're pregnant. Right. <laughs> Not that that has stopped me. Um, grapefruit flavor, bergamot oil, orange oil, vanilla flavor contains natural flavors, decaffeinated um tell me what you think I love it yeah I, it's really refreshing it and is. light and it is I don't get the grapefruit flavor yeah Do I you? taste I it I taste kind of like a more of a vanilla e um earl grey type and and a hint of fruit yeah there's something else there um but it's I don't really even know how to describe it any any other way than you just did. It's <laughs> it's light, but it has really good flavor. It's very um, soothing. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I tried it before <laughs> when I got here. Jamie was like, "You already tried it," but I couldn't help myself. Um, I drank it like the night that you gave it to me, and I really liked it then. And I was like, "Ooh, she's gonna like this." Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, but it's a beautiful box, and um, y'all should definitely check it out. Again, it's called. Wonderful Things by Harney and Sons. It's lovely. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess I'm I'm spilling the tea this week on a book. Um, Tell me about it. <laughs> so have you heard of Olive Kittredge by Elizabeth Strout? I have, but I do not know the premise. So tell me about why I, I shouldn't really, read it. I really can't tell you the premise. Okay. That's not good. Well, <laughs> here's the deal. I've read several books by Elizabeth Stroud at this point. I've read, I think it's called Anything is Possible. I've read, again, I think it's called The Burgess Boys. And they weren't for me. And... um. Olive Kittredge was picked out as a book club book for my like book club that I have with my friends from college. Okay. And so I was like, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to have to get through this because it's for the book club. Um, but I couldn't get through it. Basically like nothing happens in all of her books. Nothing happens. It's just all character, all like blah. That's there's how no, I feel about no it. There's no plot? Not really. Yeah, I. And th here's the deal: there are people who adore those kinds of books. My friend Janine loves Elizabeth Strout. I can't do that. I need story. Same. I need plot. Correct. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do just like flowery descriptions for an entire however many pages. But that's just me, you know? Yeah. So then I would probably not enjoy this book either. Probably not. But well, I'm not going to read it. There are tons of people who adore her books, though. Like, And there are all the books you've read so far are 
she that's how she writes. Yeah, that's just her style. Yeah. It's just not my style at right. all. But sure. Yeah. Well, we've already done what's keeping us sane. Because <laughs> I threw us for a loop <laughs> at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just couldn't mm-hmm. wait. Um, but yeah, I'll just give one more plug for our advent calendars. Um, check out our Instagram. We'll have all the details up on there. We hope you enjoy them because I've had a lot of fun putting them together. <laughs> yeah. And so those will be out um You'll have them in hand December. So we're going to ship. We plan to ship them by December 1st. So, right. yeah, um, it's a 12-day advent calendar, like I said. So I think you start on, like, December 13th or December 14th. Mm-hmm. So you should have them in plenty of time. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I'm excited. Me too. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers!